The Paunch Stevenson Show. PaunchStevenson.com. Episode 145. Friday, December 10th, 2009. So this is the Paunch Stevenson Show, episode 145. PaunchStevenson.com. I am Rob. You are Greg. Yes. So what's new? I finally have a new computer coming. Oh, after how long? Uh, about nine and a half years. <laughs> what are you using, an Apple II? <laughs> no, I literally have gotten almost a decade out of this computer. Wow. <laughs> I'm so, look, I'm not a wasteful person. I like things to last a long time. But that would just drive me insane. Oh. Like, usually for me, like, six years, I'm ready for a new computer. I mean, I've upgraded it. Well, yeah, still. Along the way, but... No, I mean, here's the thing. Other than, you know, the hard drive space, but, you know, I've gotten rid of some... St- I don't really play the games anymore, so yeah. that freed up a lot of space. I didn't really have those problems. But really, up until the last couple of years, there was no reason to get anything faster. Until you know, until they started going with like web video, right? There really was nothing other than games, which I don't play anymore. Really on it. Well, video editing. I don't do any audio editing. Well, yeah, I don't do anything. So why are you getting a new one? I want to do something. Something and the web video. Well, exactly. Web video. Get out of here, cat. Yes, we have our animal audience Uh, today. One of which is crawling all over us, and the other one's asleep. Yeah. Oh, so this new... room is terrible, I tell you. Who? New computer. Ooh. Yeah. What brand? It is a... It's not an Apple. No, it is a Dell. How expensive was it? No, let's not get into that on the air. Was it as expensive <laughs> as an Apple? <laughs> no, probably not. I doubt it. Exactly. Let me put it to you this way. By the time I'm done with it, I, it will probably be just about as expensive as my the previous one was in in two thousand. So well, and probably fifty times more powerful. Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, technically, it's cheaper because of you know inflation and everything. So yeah. Well, I got my new computer about a year and a half ago. The price wasn't that bad, actually. Maybe thirteen hundred. Yeah, mine mine will be you know after I get everything probably be closer to two thousand. But well. Oh, but you're getting a monitor and all that. Yeah, and I get a printer. Yeah, I didn't get... I had uh, uh, my monitor No, my stupid CRT. (laughs) I had an LCD. But yeah, I mean, this is is like all tricked out. Blu-ray and even though I have Blu-ray movies and DVD writer, 24-inch widescreen monitor. Wow. Card uh, reader. AV. Well, I have to get that. I have to get the card. Yeah. But I said, I'm buying, even though nothing is made in America, <laughs> I said, I'm buying an American branded computer, supporting the economy. Oh, aren't they all? No. HP, Dell, yes. Yeah. Anybody else? Is, is there not an American? Uh, Lenovo. HP, Dell, E-Machines, Compact. E-Machines doesn't exist anymore. IBM. No, IBM does not. IBM, Apple. IBM. Well, Apple's American. I don't want that. Asus. Asus. No. IBM that, sold. That's American, their, right? No. 
Oh, it is. I don't know, but I don't think so. IBM sold their their home computer division to a Chinese company called Lenovo. Hmm. So that's who they are, the Lenovo now. Sony makes pieces now. Oh, so yeah, no, Sony doesn't. I would never buy yeah. some. I bought Toshiba. No, no. Bought an HP printer. It's good. American company. Yeah, so did I. And I had the choice to buy it for the uh, the uh, the capture card that I want. Mm-hmm. They're like fifty bucks. There was some Chinese company, and then there was a hop hop hog, whatever. Hop hog. Hop hog, which is named it's, for the Long Island town. It's, it's Indian. What? It's an Indian word. Yeah, I know, but it's American town. Yeah. Well, American Indian. I will buy them instead. Yeah, it's good. Anyway. I know. I have HP. Uh, my computer's HP. My printer's HP. My monitor's ViewSonic. I don't think that's American. Oh. <laughs> I doubt it. My, uh, my external hard drive is Western <laughs> Digital. I don't know. That's American. Uh, they used to be. I don't know if somebody bought them. No, but I mean the name, like the brand of it is American. Whatever. So anyway, so that, that'll be coming. So that'll be interesting. I'll see uh, how... Oh, and, and it's Windows 7. That's so good. I could skip right over that trash known as Vista. <laughs> Come on. Right over it. Vista works fine on my computer. See, all right, let, let me ask you. Here's my conundrum. You can help me. You, you can decide for me. My computer came with Windows Vista Home Premium... 64-bit, works fine. No sluggishness, no lagging, no choppiness. It's like, it's perfect. It's smooth, it's fast. Now Windows 7 came out, and supposedly that's even a little bit faster, a little bit smoother, requires less hardware, etc., etc. So do I upgrade to the latest, greatest Windows? Or do I say to myself, you know what? Vista is working perfectly, beautifully fine. Leave it alone. Do I just leave it alone? <laughs> I would just leave it for now. Honestly. All right. I'm just going to leave it alone. Yeah, but I don't have any problems with it. <clears throat> Look, I... When, wait, when Vista came out, people were having problems. Oh, this runs so slowly. This is a piece of garbage. But you're trying to run a brand new operating system on a five-year-old computer. Of course it's going to run like garbage. <clears throat> yeah. On a new computer, it runs fine. It had a lot. No, it had a lot of bugs originally. It had a lot of bugs. Well, compatibility. But by the time I bought it, it was fine. Right. They fixed it. My problem with it is the the just the the design of it, the graphical user interface, the whole. Well, that's Windows aesthetic. Seven looks the same. No, they they've changed. There's a lot. They changed. They tweaked. Yeah, I know. they changed a good number of things to make it more like XP was. Uh, like for example. The last time we recorded remotely from each other, mm-hmm. you couldn't find the microphone. Uh, I know they they mixer. Cha- or I know they they completely changed the sound properties in Vista yeah. from XP. It made it a lot worse. So uh, a lot more hidden. <laughs> there was no point. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And Bill Gates. No, but the actual graphical, like the, the actual GUI. The user interface of Vista, I think, is fantastic. I love it. Compared to XP, even compared to Mac OS X, I think Vista is the best-looking interface that I've used. I haven't used Windows 7 yet. I'm sure that's even nicer-looking. Probably. Anyway. um, So, yeah. So, we'll see. uh, We'll see how that works. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe when... When do you get it? 
couple weeks. All right. So maybe uh, when uh, when I get that and uh, we try to re- record remotely, it yeah. won't sound like I'm in a, a cab <laughs> on a cell phone. <laughs> I hope so. Hey, this is Greg from the front stairs. It's uh, how you doing, Rob? I'm fine. Well, that's good to hear, but I'm talking over here if you can understand what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it should sound a lot better. <clears throat> well, I mean, the alternative is we do it like we did, uh, we, we used to do, which is I'll just record my audio. Yeah. <clears throat> what do they call that? The double ender? I don't know. Um, that, that's the industry term. <clears throat> I record my half, you record your side. And then you send me the file, and I put them together, the double-ender. Okay. Uh, so we could do that. I mean, that's, that's an alternative. I don't know. No, it should sound good, though. We'll see. Is it coming with a mic? No. Probably I'll not. use the same mic. Nah, that, could be, that could be the problem. I don't think so. The one with the batteries? No. No, oh, you gave me a new mic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was ridiculous. Like, we'd be in the middle of recording. But that's never made the air, but we'd be in the middle of recording. And all of a sudden, Rob would be... I'd be talking for like five minutes, and Rob would be like, uh, hold on a second, I can't hear you. <laughs> what? What do you mean you can't hear me? Oh, you the need, batteries died. You need oh, new batteries. man. All right. Um, so, uh, yes. Oh, our, our listener, Esteban. Yeah. Please save me robots.blogspot.com. He had posted a, wh- a little while ago a comment on one of our our episodes on our website, PawnStevenson.com. And we, he wanted to know if we saw the eBay auction for a Nintendo Entertainment System game that sold for $20,000. Uh, $20,000. Which game was that? Was that the one of those? It's like the World Championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $20,000. That's ridiculous. For Nintendo cartridge. <laughs> It's, ri- <clears throat> it's ridiculous when you can get a replica of the game, look exactly like it, same exact game, from different websites for, you know, I don't know, $60, $70. Yeah, but it's not even a full game. No, I know. It's like a, a level of Super Mario Brothers, a level of Tetris, and a <laughs> level of, of, what's the third... I don't remember. Maybe Donkey... I'm just making it up like Donkey Kong, let's say. So you're getting like one level from three different games and people pay 20 grand for this thing. It's ridiculous. <coughs> well, it's wow. the rarity of it, I guess. You know, it's very uh, rare. Yeah, but there... Look, there comes a point where you have to balance rarity with common sense and logic. Come on. Well, I certainly wouldn't buy it. What else? One of the things I like about having a lot of different cable channels is, you know, some people say, oh, I want to have all these movies on demand, and I want, you know, this and that. I I really don't care for it. I want to see the old movies. I want to see movies from the 60s, 70s, 80s, even the 90s. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Obscure stuff. Like what, like, what's an That you never get to see anymore. I don't know. Like Gus. (laughs) Gus. Nate and Hayes. Nate and Hayes. Yes. Tommy Lee Jones. Which I haven't seen in years because it's not on TV. Yeah. UHF. UHF. Well, I have the DVD. Yeah. But Cabin I Boy. I don't know if I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I saw one a couple uh, the other day. 
and it was called The Island. It was from 1981, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, it has nothing to do with the the Ewan McGregor, Scarlett Johansson, The Island, mm-hmm. which was, I think that was a Michael Bay movie. Or no, it wasn't Michael Bay. Maybe I think was. it was. Yeah, it was, it was horrible. Um, and no, it's not a science fiction movie at all. <laughs> um, Is it Gilligan's Island? No. Close. It's The Island, and guess who it stars? Sean Connery? No, it stars the the English actor who is just always in these garbage movies. Ooh. He's Scottish. Ooh. Oh, all right. So not Billy Connolly. No. English actor. Oh, um, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. It's, it's, <laughs> right. it's right, it's me, Michael Caine. I was in this movie, The Island. He's in everything. Uh, he's in everything. I'm in all these crappy movies. I, I don't understand. Jeez. So I was in this movie, The Island, and I'm a reporter. And I'm going down to Florida to find out why are all these boats disappearing? These people go out on these fishing cruises and the boats disappear. What's going on? So why do the boats keep disappearing? Nobody knows. So he goes down there with his son. And, um... Michael Caine Jr.? No, his son was American, of course. So I'm a reporter. I go down there and I, I rent a boat. I rent a boat from this guy. In the island. Oh, actually, first, they go to, to get to this island, right? This, Wait, does this, he drive the boat into a shark's mouth? No. To get like to the, the plane. Oh, yeah, well, there's a plane. <laughs> yeah. To get to the island, they get flown onto with this cargo plane with all these chickens and pigs on it. <laughs> and they land in the, trying to land in this island. The pilot lands, crash lands because he forgets to put the landing gear oh, down. Idiot. They all jump out of the plane and it blows up. <laughs> What are you crazy? My kid was on that plane. You blew it up. So um, then they go and they, and they find this crazy guy on this on this island, and they rent his boat. And him and his son go out fishing, and then they see somebody like drowning in the water. They go to save them, and this like crazy guy gets gets on the boat and knocks them out. And what? basically, they they become hostages. Wait, was the crazy guy Chris Elliott? No. Okay, it was not Chris Elliott, the greatest comedic actor of his generation. Yes. Okay. All right, so they're hostage. So they're hostage. Hostages. They're held hostage by these band of inbred descendants of pirates from the 1600s. Well, blow me down. Arr, arr, yes. They're living on this island here. Arr. Okay. And uh, they're on the island, <clears throat> and uh, they take them hostage, and they brainwash the kid to make him one of them... And they had Michael Caine there only to impregnate the women. Because they're all so inbred, they're all sterile. Mm. Wow. So then it so turns... This is a horror movie. <laughs> oh, God. Sounds like it. <laughs> it is so bad that it's actually fun to watch. It's really? That... It's not scary? <laughs> no. Scary. Like, not scary, but creepy. It's not no. creepy. So or... they, he keeps trying to escape... And every time he escapes, something happens. He can't get off the island, so they beat up the woman that uh. that he was supposed to be impregnating. <laughs> what? So then finally, finally he, he goes to get off, and then the doctor, this crazy guy who lent him, lent him the boat, turns out he's the one that's been tricking all these people, and, and that's how they keep killing the people and, and that, that go near the island. So the person drowning is a setup. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's how they capture their people. Right. So, uh, yeah. So then all the island guys, 
they row up in these little rowboats on this like like a sailing ship where these people were on, mm-hmm. and they kill them. And um, the, the pirates, yes, kill. Yes, they okay. kill them. You know, and these are disgusting, dirty pirates and everything. And then finally, they wind up. A coast guard ship comes by, and somehow they wind up boarding the coast guard ship and killing all the coast guard idiots. <laughs> Yeah. So they're on the Coast Guard ship and they're all partying because, you know, they killed all the Coast Guard people and they're on the deck. Do they have clothes? <laughs> Barely. Jeez. So Michael Caine, um, Michael Caine, I oh got I have hiccups. Michael Caine somehow gets on the pirate ship. I mean, on, on the Coast Guard ship. Uh-huh. And he finds this, you know, this gigantic deck gun, this gigantic machine gun. Wow. Yeah. And he uncovers it and he just shoots them all dead. <laughs> That's it? That's the end of the movie. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. Sounds good. Oh, I had a tough time. I'm looking for the reason that people disappear and I found these pirates. And the pirates took me and my kid hostage. And I had to go on the coast guard ship and I shot them all with my machine gun. Good. And the other one, the, the island, the island. What yes. year was it? Eighty one, nineteen eighty one. Wow. I'm telling you, old Michael Caine movies can't miss. Well. <laughs> wow. So the other one is called Stay Hungry. Okay. It's from 1976. It's the same year as Gus. Yes. And this movie was about um, this like southern, this like this southern rich kid who was trying to to do his. Doing something with these bodybuilders, like this international bodybuilders. What is this called again? <laughs> Stay hungry. Stay hungry. You don't okay. have to look it up. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, go ahead. So, it starred as the big time bodybuilder Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wow. One of his earliest movies. When was Conan? After eighty one. Yeah. When was, was uh, what was that? What P- pumping iron was it called? That may have been before this. I think. I don't, I don't know. know. So anyway, Arnold this man is not dead. Yeah, Arnold was his. I was Joe Santo. That was my name. Jingle all the way. Yes. I I, I did a lot of bodybuilding. <laughs> so um, basically, so there's this bodybuilding competition, and the guy who's the main, who was like running it, is this crook. And um, anyway, Sally Field is in it, who's annoying. And the main star... Was Jeff Bridges? Ah, it's me, Barney. Oh no! Anyway, he was like a—he's been making movies for a long oh, time. Yeah. yeah, he was really young in this. So he's in it, and Jeff Bridges is like this scrawny guy, and gets into this brawl with this like bo- a former bodybuilding guy, and they're they're like throwing—he's throwing weights at—he's hurling weights at him, hitting Jeff Bridges in the head with it, oh, man. falling down the stairs, throws him out the window. It's insane. Wow. So, uh, oh, and... Uh, well, wait, so what, the, what was the point? How does it end? I don't know. It just ends with all the bodybuilders <laughs> running into the street and, what? like, posing for everyone. Like, they're standing on people's car. The car's driving by. They're on top of the car, posing. It's so, basically, idiotic. this was horrendous. <laughs> yeah, it was. everybody's on steroids. It was horrible. Yeah, and, and the other guy that's in it is... Uh, he was the butler for Jeff Bridges... Uh, Scatman Carruthers. Really? Yeah, from Transformers of Jazz. Wow. That's right, Prime. 
Hey, Optimus Prime, oh, Jack's here. Yeah, and and the uh, the annoying, obnoxious, uh, uh, snobby guy in the movie was Ed Begley. Really? Yes. Wow, he was really young back then. Yeah. Wow. And uh, Jeff Bridges pushed Ed Begley into the pool. Hmm. He's like, let me tell you something here about I don't I don't like anything about you and I like what you're doing and he's like. Oh, get away from me. Now I, will put, <laughs> I push you into the pool. Ah. Pushed him in. Wow. Oh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, it, during this party, shortly before that Jeff Bridges pushed Ed Bailey into the pool, they were Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'm not kidding you, was playing a country song with this, this like, like band, like banjos and all, on the violin. <laughs> He's playing the fiddle. Well, he obviously really wasn't playing. Arnold Schwarzenegger was playing the fiddle. <laughs> I was playing second fiddle. Yeah. Wow. Stay hungry. Never even heard of it. I didn't either until I saw it. Well, I saw an old movie at the um, the Lowe's Jersey Theater. Yeah. In Jersey City, the historic 1929 theater. Mm. It was a silent movie from 1923. Oh, God. With the live organ accompaniment starring silent film movie star Harold Lloyd, a comedic silent actor. I'd never seen any of his movies before. So at the Lowe's Jersey Theater now, I've seen a Buster Keaton silent movie. A Charlie mm. Chaplin silent movie, yeah. and now a Harold Lloyd silent movie. Oh, you need his fatty a fatty arbuckle. <laughs> so, so I got the big three. I've seen one movie each. Yeah. And it was very good. Uh, the Buster Keaton movie I saw, The General, still my favorite. But this one, Safety Last, it was called, 1923. I thought it was very good. And basically, just real quick... Um, Harold Lloyd is playing this kind of like poor guy. He's like, well, you know, of course, back then everyone was, every guy was like this poor hobo guy and doing funny things. So he gets a job at a department store, but his, so his girlfriend comes to visit and he keeps telling her, he, he keeps sending her letters. Oh, I'm doing so well. I'm climbing up the, the, you know, I, I'm getting promoted, and I'm making tons of money, and I'm you know, I'm going to send you all these presents. So she surprises him, comes to visit him, and he doesn't want her to find out that he's just this little you know retail worker guy making nothing. Yeah, bum. So well, I used to work retail, but um, so she comes into the store, and he has to pretend like he's the boss. So he starts bossing everyone around. Angela. Angela, hey, 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 Angela, hey, hey. Well, no, not that boss. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so anyway, he overhears the real boss of the store saying he'll give, I don't know, a few thousand dollars or $10,000, something like that. Like he'll give $10,000 to whoever can come up with some sort of gimmick or some sort of promotion or marketing campaign or, or marketing stunt that will attract attention and get people in the store and shop and, you know, pick up the business. So he overhears that and he's like, I know. My friend is a construction worker. And back then, the construction workers were completely psychotic. They are 
man. No safety equipment. Oh, man. They would just climb up the beams, <laughs> you know, with the, just climb up them and, you know, walk all along. So he's like, my friend's a construction worker. He climbs up the sides of buildings all the time. No problem. Like in two seconds. That's just what he does. You know, you don't need a ladder. I'll just climb up the side of the building and get up there and fix things. <laughs> Spider-Man? My so, friend will climb up the building like Spider-Man. Yes, Web Schlinger. Yes. So his friend ends up doing something. Steve like plays a, a practical joke on a police officer. The police officer's running after him. The friend gets away. But the police officer says, if I ever see you again, I'm taking you to jail. You're in trouble. So Harold Lloyd gets his friend. He's going to climb up the building. And the boss is like, all right, we're ready. Let's go. Uh, the big crowd's here. I've been promoting this in the newspapers. Everyone's here. So the police officer comes to look at the stunt. And he sees the friend. And then, so then they start chasing each other around. And then the boss is like, oh, no, what are you doing? So, of course, Harold Lloyd doesn't want to look like an idiot, and he wants the $10,000 to impress his girlfriend. So he's like, and of course, this is all silent, but he's, he, you know, he's like, oh, I was just tricking you. I'm the one who's going to climb up the side of the building. Because he can't just, like, give up now, right? <laughs> Make everyone, uh, you know, the crowd's waiting. So he doesn't know what he's doing. So he's going up, like, one brick at a time. <laughs> And he, like, keeps looking down and slipping and falling. But the friend actually goes inside of the store and is going up each floor of this building. And he sticks his head out the window. He's like, look, just make it up to, like, the second floor. You climb in through the window. I'll put on your clothes and I'll take it from there. Problem solved. Except the police officer now chased him into the building so then he comes up and he's like, oh, no, uh, actually go up to the third floor. I'll meet you there. And so then they're chasing each other up to the third floor. So floor after floor after floor after floor until finally Harold Lloyd just makes it to the top by himself. <laughs> the top of this building. And he's like, you know, he slips. He grabs onto the big clock that's hanging from the building. And he's like hanging from the, the hand of the clock. Oh, come on. Buddy! <laughs> well, that, that's, where they, that's where they got that from. That very iconic scene hanging from the clock. Where is so, that kid? So, um, yeah, so that scene was actually from Safety Last, 1923. So anyway, he makes it to the top, and then he almost, like, he's so happy, he's dancing, he can't believe it, and he almost Hello, my baby, hello, my darling, <laughs> hello, my right So he almost slips off, but, um, and then his girlfriend is up there waiting for him, and it turns out that, um, you know, he's, he, he does it, but then, like, the, the last gag of the movie is, I guess, they had just, like, freshly tarred the roof. So it's like he's walking back to go, like, th into the door back down the stairs into the building. And it's like he's walking through the tar and, it, like, his shoes and socks stick to it. So he can't. <laughs> it's like after all that, something so simple, like, still causes a problem. But <laughs> I don't did know. He, did he get his money? We assume so. Uh. Yeah. So, and, you know, it, again, the movies back then, maybe if this were me, like, 20 years ago, I would think, like, yeah, it's just an old-fashioned, corny movie. It's so dumb and corny. But now, it's like, I, I don't know, I appreciate that simple, clever, silly style more than... It's just so simply done. The gags just speak for themselves, and it's not all, like, 
crazy slick production and it's just a nice simple enjoyable. transformers uh, urinating on people oh god anyway like so i mean even with the movies you're talking about like from the 70s 60s they're just much more simply done yeah and a lot of times it's actually more enjoyable that way yeah because I mean, that's why they the they movie keep just trying to speaks, remake them. Well, yeah, but the the movie just speaks for itself. It's not yeah. all uh, cluttered and and music and cuts and special yeah. effects. So, so anyway, so that was cool. I thought, you know, there are movies that I've just picked up over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, because obviously, you know, they came out decades before I was even born, or well, yeah, you know, or you know, decades before, you know. Even if they came out like in the late seventies or early eighties, I would never see them. I wouldn't have seen them when I was a kid. Right. So you know, just years later, you know, you pick them up. You're like, wow, you know, this is a great movie. You know, you know, you watch it all the time. Yeah. And I just think that you know, I just wonder if nowadays, first of all, you can't even make a movie like that anymore. <laughs> uh, the, the directors aren't the directors aren't good enough anymore. You know the. The actors, even the you know, writers, I, you know, you just the studios don't the the people who run the studios now. It's all these giant corporations. They don't well, want to hear about it. Yeah, there's too many people involved. It's yeah, like it has just, to pass through too many it. hands, and each one has to like. No, I want this scene taken out. No, I want this change. I want that change. I don't change it. And then by the time it gets to the end of this line of people, it's like, oh well, this is garbage now. I mean, uh, it started off pretty good. Now, after everyone touches it, it becomes garbage. I mean, you would never be able to make a, a Star Wars or a uh, Planet of the Apes or Godfather or French Connection. Or, you don't think so? No, you wouldn't be able to do that now. You can't. Well, Star Trek. They made a Star Trek. It's a remake. I know, but they made it. Uh, and I'm I'm saying that. I'm saying something Origi- original oh, like well, that. Yeah, I guess. Like one of the, the this big original thing is supposed to be this Avatar movie James Cameron's doing. <laughs> it's so original. There's two different versions. Yeah, but they have nothing to do with each other. Yeah, they do. Avatar. They have nothing to do with each other. The same character. No. What? They have absolutely nothing. That doesn't make any M. sense. M. Night Shyamalan did Avatar The Last Airbender. Right. That has nothing to do, as far as I know, with the James Cameron avatar. Oh. It's nothing oh. to do with it. Oh. So what's the James Cameron one? It, it takes place on another planet, or there's all CGI guys all over the place. Oh, so it's science fiction. 3D. It's supposed to be all 3D. Oh, yeah, yeah, Well, they're both kind of science fiction. But, and it's live action, right? Yeah. Well, there's animated and live action people. But, you know, I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, you know, I keep hearing all these great things about it, and I've seen the trailers that have just come out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this looks really stupid. Of course. What do you expect? Well, what do I expect? This is the guy who did The Terminator. I am from the future. The Abyss. Terminator. I am from the Abyss. Terminator 2. I will be back. I'll be back. Uh, you know, uh, what else has he done? <laughs> Titanic. Uh, I will sink the Titanic. I don't really want to credit him with that. You know, but he's done all these great movies. Yeah. But uh, he's done all these great movies, and then to do this stupid thing. Yeah. 
And he hasn't done anything for like 10 years. He's been doing this movie for like six years. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it is. I'm not going to... I don't care. I'll wait for the reviews. I really don't care. Well, it's 3D, though. You may have to see it because it's 3D. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. And not uh, computer animated. Although I've watched some of those movies. They're not too bad. I watched Bolt. It was on TV. <laughs> well, I've been trying to get you to watch these and you're so resistant. No, because the thing is, I don't... Here's the thing. I don't want to watch uh, Ice Age or Madagascar. I don't want to watch that <laughs> garbage. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. I don't want to watch that junk. So this is the thing. But if it's in 3D... I don't care. I don't want to... I, I can't watch that nonsense. It's terrible. <laughs> I know, I can't terrible. even. I know. Anything I know. Disney... Now, I like Toy Story. Yeah. But anything other than that, anything Disney has done <laughs> in the last 30 years has been terrible. In yeah. terms of cartoons. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, when I was a kid, you know, we saw Little Mermaid and Lion King and Beauty and the Beast. I never saw those. No. You know, we saw all those. Two. Well, I, I, don't, I didn't see any of them in the theater. I just, you know, my sister would get the, the VHS. Right. And again, because we had two TVs... Uh, you know, one only one that had VHS on, and it was like, well, what else are you gonna do in the house? <laughs> right. You know, you're stuck watching this stupid thing, but they were okay. Um, you know, but the, the, just lately, it's just it's been terrible. I just it, it's so stupid now. You know, we're we're what was I think which was what's the one with the penguins? Uh, Madagascar. Why are there penguins in Madagascar? Because they were from the zoo. No. Oh, they were all in a zoo God, together. Whatever. So, um, you know, the, we're... The it, penguins were actually the funniest part of the movie. Yeah, but the problem is, because I was at my uh, cousin's house, and the, the daughter was watching this Madagascar or something. This was a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I'm watching this thing, and, it, like, we, you know, we were all, like, sitting at the table. We, you know, it was under the background. And I just happened to notice, I'm like, wait a minute, this movie's been on for half an hour, and the, these stupid penguins are do, still doing some kind of dance. <laughs> when does this end? Oh, Happy Feet you're talking about. Oh, maybe that's what it is. That's what know. it is. Yeah, the whole thing is just dancing penguins. Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about that. Madagascar's just as bad. Well, at least there's uh, dialogue. In it. It's not good. Sneeze. Cat is eating the tree. <laughs> Cat sneeze. Um, <laughs> trying to go to sleep. Okay. <laughs> under the tree. That's his favorite spot to sleep, under the Christmas tree. Ah, there you go. He likes it. So anyway, um, yeah, so, you know, I have, I just don't like those. But if yeah, it's something well, else. No, happy feet, I agree, is completely off limits. No, but if it's something like this, I saw the bolt and it was pretty. Yeah, you bolt know, it had like a story and. and yeah, it seems okay. You know, you know. John Travolta. Oh, God. <laughs> it, was, it was okay. Yeah, I don't know about that. But, um... If I had known he was in it, I would never have oh, even talked about on. it. come on. He's not that bad. <laughs> in, that, right. in that role... No, I mean as a human being. What's wrong with him? Scientology! Oh, come on. He's out of his mind. Nah. Um, anyway, uh, Tom Cruise is in that. I know. <laughs> Both of them. They should just kill each other. 
Uh, anyway, so, um, yeah, I was going to say, oh, I, I heard uh, that this Roland Emmerich. Who? Roland, he's the director. He did that 2012 movie, which looks 2012. terrible. 2012. 2001. 2012. The, the Space one. Odyssey? No, that's, that's Kubrick. Right. No. What are you talking about? I'm not talking about that, Dave. I'm not talking about 2001, Dave. 2010. No, I'm not talking about that horrible sequel. Oh, so there's like a third Dave. one now? No, this is two, this is the one with John Cusack. 2012, you know, the Mayan calendar. It's a comedy? No, it's, an, it's, it's, it's like a rip-off of Armageddon. and Oh, oh the day after. <laughs> yeah, the day after, yeah. It's a rip-off of that. It's terrible. Anyway, he's talking about doing two sequels to Independence Day with Will Smith. <laughs> I don't know if you could find it on that. I don't even know how to react to that. Well, it was several uh, years ago, he, he was supposed to do a sequel, and then uh, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to do this sequel, and then just, they never did it. Will Smith. Enough Will Smith already. I'm just sick of him. I, I want to know if Jeff Goldblum's going to be in it. Uh, uh, which, well, which, uh, which one? Hmm? Which one? Or Judd Hirsch? <laughs> Judd Hirsch? He was in that? Yeah, he was uh, the father of David, uh, my son David. You knew then! And you did nothing. You did nothing. <laughs> this, this, this. This, uh, Roswell. Oh, he was the one that flew the plane and killed himself? No, that was... That was Randy Quaid. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. More than 13 years, Bill Pullman gave a goosebump-inducing 4th of July speech about freedom, blah, blah, blah. We're not just... 4th of July is not just an American holiday. It isn't? Eh. Anybody got any more missiles? All right, here we go. Hey, I'm a pilot, Will. Long in the air. Mm. Yeah. All right. Oh. Director Roland Emmerich gave MTV News a couple of clues. <laughs> I'm sorry. We want, uh, what we want to do in the next, it's actually two movies. Mm. We want to do a bigger arc. Okay. So the plan is not just one sequel, but two. He has a nifty title in mind. ID Forever Part 1 and ID Forever Part 2. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't have a script yet, but I have some ideas. Ah. The idea is just to continue the story. And actually, I don't know how many years ago this was. 12, 13, maybe 14. Just continue where it left off. What, what, what the people haven't aged in 13 years? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the aliens have, <laughs> did the aliens destroy the entire planet? Uh, it says, uh, without spoiling any details, I will say that we will make these movies very soon and the story will stay firmly on planet Earth. <laughs> we shall so see. That's, oh, that's, yeah, this, this is going to be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, at least it's not. Oh, um, I saw the season finale of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Finally. It wasn't that long ago. Last week. Yeah, it's only been a week. Do you respect Wood? 
I respect wood, Larry. I respect wood. Do you? Re I respect pine, oak, <laughs> maple, maple. I respect all kinds of wood. What? what? You respect wood? What? What? What, Larry? Did you put your drink there? <laughs> uh, so they did the Seinfeld reunion. Yeah, yeah. I quit. Yeah, well, he got into this fight with the coffee guy. Mocha Joe. Because, look. Who was in Becker with Ted Danson. Look, this is what I always say. Mm -mm. In Curb Your Enthusiasm, people think Larry's a jerk. Yeah. I'm not talking about the people in the show. I'm talking about, like, people who watch the show. They think, oh, that Larry, he's such a jerk. Yeah. He's always getting into arguments. He's always screwing things up. No. No. Larry most of the time, is the one who is right. Mm. So the season finale with Mocha Joe, the guy was walking past Larry on his way to the office with cups of coffee, delivering them. Larry said, hey, Mocha Joe, can you do me a favor? You're going to the office yeah, what already. Yeah, is it, Larry? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> You're going to the office <laughs> already anyway. Can you just uh, take these... Jumper cables there. Yeah, but he's a coffee guy. He's not a jumper know, cable but he's, guy. Can you do me a favor? And the guy's like, yeah, sure, I'll do you a favor. I'm going there anyway. It deserves a tip. He deserves no. a tip so for then, doing a favor. So then later on, he, Larry it's finds... It's a tippable. Larry... It's tippable. <laughs> Larry finds out... Why are you tipping? Later on, Larry finds out Mocha Joe's mad yeah. because Larry didn't tip him for bringing the jumper cable. And Larry said... Uh, I asked him to do me a favor. He was going there anyway already. Eh. I asked him to do me a favor. Favor. Well, you got a tip. I don't know. Hey. You got a tip. Got to tip him. <laughs> so then, you know, Larry ended up like throwing all this money at him. And... <laughs> I drove there. I I, I attempted. <laughs> I made the attempt. That's the favor. Okay, John, have coffee, Larry. <laughs> Well, the the, anyway. the, the 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 part the thing about the episode was that that Larry was obsessed with Jason Alexander, and that possibly <laughs> Jason Alexander could be hitting on his on his ex wife or Cheryl. whatever Cheryl. Yeah. And um, but wait so, a minute, but was he or wasn't he? I don't think so. So then, why did he run out the window? <laughs> because he like I don't know. I guess Jason Alexander in this universe is like this. It's like a Norveen. He's all like nutty. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, that was the one part I didn't get. <laughs> um, so anyway, they, um, so he, Larry was like snooping around for him. And he, he opened his car doors and his dogs ran out and attacked oh, yeah. Mocha Joe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was all this So that was, the, that was the second favorite. He yeah, said, don't the kill favorite. the dogs. Yeah. And, or, uh, or don't have the dogs killed. Right, right. And then eventually, Larry got all mad and he didn't want... The Cheryl's character in the Seinfeld reunion to end up with with Jason Alexander's George. Oh yeah. So he rewrote it. Nobody liked it. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> Jason Alexander's like, I, I just can't do it. I just can't work with this script. I, I'm out. I'm done. So then, so then Larry David goes on as like, George. I can be George. I wrote this character. It's based on me. I'm gonna be George. But the funny thing is, yes, yeah. it is based on him. Yeah. But he was horrible at it. Well. That was the goof. But that was the joke. I know. I know. That was the oh, joke. Was was terrible. They're all looking at him like, what the hell? <laughs> and he quit. 
Yeah. And then Cheryl... Wait, but you have to admit, that was the right choice. Of course. Because he could not go on. If there's a Seinfeld reunion, you cannot have Larry David go on as George. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. You need Jason Alexander. So he, he quits... And then Cheryl quits because she made fun, made fun of Jason Alexander's book, which was like 10 pages long. <laughs> what was act, it? it was like, acting without acting. How do you act oh, without acting? That's like having coffee without caffeine. <laughs> I don't get it. Eating without eating. Yeah. Now, the weird thing, I was telling you this the other day. Why not just call it acting? The weird thing about... You're still acting. The weird thing about Jerry Seinfeld on this show is... And why he's just not funny to me on this show is because, as I said, Larry David in this show, if you look at Seinfeld, the, even the Jerry Seinfeld character, all that like that annoyance that he is, mm -hmm. that's that's Larry David. That's all from right. him. Well, yeah, on the old Seinfeld TV show, Jerry Seinfeld was funny. He got annoyed by things, observation. Yeah. In this recent Curb Your Enthusiasm season... Very he, mellow. He, well, he's mellow, but he's he's playing more of the straight man yeah. to Larry's comedy yeah. observation. But what I'm saying, no, but even what, I, but if you look at Curb Your Enthusiasm throughout the series, yeah. Larry David has taken on that mantra of Jerry of what he did, used to do on Seinfeld. You know, the, this whole thing. You know, the thing where he's talking to Jeff. You know, when he's like, you know, I I, I gave he took the twenty dollars from me on the street. <laughs> Right. Then he wants another $20. That was, that was his $20. What? He took the $20? Yeah. What? No. That was his $20. No. That was his $20. No, what? But so that kind of a situation is something like Jerry would do. So like during the, when Seinfeld's been on this, him, he and Larry David, like they're doing this shtick and they're doing the exact same shtick. So, as, he, as each other. Yeah, but it's, it's, so it's like Larry David is talking to Larry David. Right. And it's just not, I don't know, it wasn't funny Yeah, but one, me. yeah, I know, but Jerry's still like more toned down and I Larry's guess. the more comedic. I guess. I mean, the thing <laughs> with the girl getting hey, the hey, rash. Hey, Jerry, you wanna hear a joke? Oh, God, Funkhauser. Hey, you wanna hear a joke, Jerry? Hey, this is Super Dave Osborne! <laughs> I don't know what happened to my voice. What? Why do I talk like this, Jerry? I can't, I can't talk anymore. Why is, why is my voice like this? My voice is like this. But then Albert Brooks, his brother, is like, Well, my voice is fine. Well, I, I don't know what's wrong with my voice, but it's fine. Wait, who's that? Who's that? Albert Brooks. That's his brother. On the show? No, in real life. Oh, it is? Yeah, they're both named Einstein. Remember they were both named Einstein? Bob Einstein. Yeah. And Albert, yeah, yeah. Al, you know, Albert, Albert Einstein. Einstein. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I talk like this, Larry. You killed the swan. Yeah. You're a murderer, Larry. You're a murderer. <laughs> what was it, Mr. Takanaki or yeah. something like that? You killed Mr. Takanaki's swan. Yeah. That I had to tell my wife, Larry. I had to tell my wife every oh, day. I, I hate, hate that, that guy. That's annoying. What is he, the cousin? Yeah, he's Larry's hates that guy. Oh. He's so annoying. At part during parts of the season, a lot of it's been redundant. You know, it's the same jokes. Yeah, but other parts have been really funny. It's just like, wait, what about not this, uh, not the season finale, but the one before it when oh. Leon was uh, talking to Michael. Uh. He had to pretend to be you a Jewish guy. You got yeah, we had Bob Mitzvah. I had I, I had three Bob Mitzvahs. What? what? I thought you. 
I thought you get it when you're 13. No, no, no. It's every 13 years. We 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 up that, Bob Mitchell. We we hit that three, four times. We we up that. Well, well. So so so. How did you beat Groat's disease? See this hat? This hat's a key. Doctor said, put this hat on. You have no problem. Groat disease gone. <laughs> that was the funniest part. And then, the, well, the best was at Larry, the end. Larry, don't worry, man. I got this. I got this. What was he saying? What was he saying? Like, I, I, like I whited him up or something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can white myself up. <laughs> anyway. I got it. I can handle it. Yeah. So he does that. And then then Michael Richards finds out that the, the real cousin died. Oh, yeah. Of Groat's <laughs> disease or whoever it was. Uh. Yeah, because the wife came onto yeah. the set and, yeah. and Michael Richards heard her talking and he walked up to her and he goes, uh, hey, I just talked to your husband. Yeah, I just want to say thank you. I, I just talked to your husband and like, she said, well, my, my husband's dead. Yeah. Larry! So he goes outside screaming. And he's chasing Leon down. <laughs> and of course, Leon, he's dressed like Larry's like, why are you dressed like Farrakhan? What, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I got dressed up, Larry. Only so I got. Told me to get dressed up. I get dressed up. What's with the bow tie? So, uh, oh, but then Michael Richards comes on the set with the hat. Oh yeah. And yeah. Julian Reed Dreyfus is like, "What's on your head? That's my hat. It's my new thing." Like, no, no. Wait a minute. People, people, people want to see the hair. Yeah, and, that's, that's Kramer. Kramer hair. The hair. No, no, I'm not taking this hat off. <laughs> so, oh man. So then, yeah, so he chases him out there and and with screaming. all these people around him. Ah, yeah, you're making me so mad. If only there was a word that I could say to you that would make you as mad as you're making me. And all the people have all their camera phones recording it. And, yeah. he's, and he's like, oh, man. And he runs away. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that he had enough of a sense of humor to make fun of himself. Oh, but that was the perfect... The perfect way to get Michael Richards back. <laughs> get him back. Yeah. Maybe now he could be on like television to, yeah, again or something. You know, to redeem himself. You know, poking fun and how itty, just ridiculous the situation was. Yeah. I, I thought that was great. He redeemed himself. You know, they did that. That was hilarious. Uh, Richard Lewis got hit with the car. <laughs> Larry. I got a baseball bat. Baseball bat. You know, Jordan Maggio bat and... The woman thought it was the same way her husband got beat to death with a bat. She <laughs> yeah. hit him with the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of weird episodes this season. Now, that was funny. Oh, the handicapped one. <laughs> the wheelchair. Wendy wheelchair and Denise handicapped. And <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell. He put her in the closet. <laughs> hey, you know who else got redeemed in this season? Rosie O'Donnell. Yes. She was really funny in that episode. Yeah, but she's still annoying. But she proved that she could be funny. Again. Yeah. Come on, that was funny. She beats him up. I know. In the, in the, all right. In the restaurant. She beats him up. No more making fun of Rosie O'Donnell. She beats him up. And then in perfect position to to once again have Ted Danson come in and get royally just, (laughs) just infuriated with like, I want you to eat this pie, Larry. I want you to eat this pie. Hey, Larry, I, 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 I sent you over pie. a complimentary pie. I don't want this pie. Take it away. No, no, just eat the pie. Come on. It's, it Take tastes it really away. good. It tastes no, really good. No, no, I don't want to. Take it away. I'm full. Larry, I got Take you the pie. It's, it's a no, gift. No. Eat the pie. Take it away. And then he's like... The and they started re- screaming yeah, at No, the, the waiter's taking the pie. 
Put that pie down. Oh, don't take that pie. Don't you touch that pie. Take that pie. No, take the pie. Take the pie. Don't listen to him. Listen to me. No, you you do not touch that pie. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, I can, you know, Ted Dancer, he's really, he's really good at that, though. <laughs> I mean, of all the well, people... He, he, he definitely plays the straight man. No, but I mean, of all the people that Larry gets on the show that he gets just infuriated, <laughs> I think Ted Dancer's the best at it. Ted Danson donated money? <laughs> he put his name on the... I'm going to put anonymous. Why? Why does Ted Danson have this great sandwich... And I have this disgusting fish and liverwurst garbage. What's with that? What was it? It was white fish, oh, onions, capers, and mayo. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then at the end, where he's got the one, that was one old, she's got the one wheelchair woman in the closet, and <laughs> the other one comes, and they chase him. He runs up the stairs, and then Rosie's like, "Ran up the stairs, Larry," <laughs> and she runs after him, beats him up. Yeah. What else happened? Wait, 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 wait. But look, but again, I have to defend Larry mm. because he wanted to take the first wheelchair woman to the concert. He, didn't he know wanted her last to. Name. And, and, and Susie, Susie threw, threw his phone away, so he didn't have her number, <laughs> never address. He, he had no way of contacting this. I got to. I was cracking up at the sight of a drenched, wet Jeff Garland <laughs> <laughs> oh. coming out of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see if they come back next season. Know. Come on, one know. more season. I don't know if they'll come back next year, maybe a couple of years. Yeah. Come on. But what did, what did you think of the actual Seinfeld reunion itself? Oh, it was stupid. I know. That's what George invents an iPhone app to find <laughs> the toilets. The toilet. Yeah, you could find a toilet. The eye toilet. It lets you find the nearest public toilet in your neighborhood. Like, yeah. Made off. Made yeah. off, took all my money, Jerry. Yeah, that was kind of dumb. And where was Jerry Stiller? Yeah, I don't know. They the, got the mother, but they yeah. didn't get Jerry Stiller. Yeah, I don't know. Festivus! They had um, Newman. Yeah. And Banya. Hello, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so then, like, at the end, he's Larry sitting there watching the reunion on TV. And oh, yeah. It yeah, <laughs> wasn't too good. Yeah. No, then, so that Oh, so then Cheryl... Comes back. Yeah. She comes to his house. Yeah. And they're sort of uh, starting to make up. They're right and... around, about to make up, and then he discovers it was her that left the Boy, coffee stain. No, 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 no. He goes to kiss her. He leans yeah. in to kiss her. This is going to be great. They're going to get back together. He can't believe it. He's been waiting for this the whole season. Then he looks out of the corner of his eye while he's kissing her, yeah. and her cough, or her cup. Is on the coffee table with no coaster. Man. That's it. Nah. <laughs> and he's a He ruined it. I gotta call Julie. I gotta call Julie to Travis. It's like, gotta uh, tell her. No, I don't wanna call me. I don't wanna call me. No, no, no. I respect Wood. <laughs> and then that was it. So now they're probably not gonna get back together. I don't know. He ruined it. <laughs> Couldn't just let it go. Wait, yeah. look. He or Julia Lewis Dreyfus, whatever <laughs> Dreyfus, Richard Dreyfus accused Larry of leaving the cup on her table and yeah. making a stain. Yes, so she says it's it costs five hundred dollars to fix it. Yeah, and the guy makes you know five hundred million off of Seinfeld. Exactly. <laughs> so does she. 
So they can't just pay the fi- come on. These people are multimillionaires. Yeah, they the, can't afford. The fi- point of the show is that every single person that he encounters is also a jerk. Well, that's true. Yeah. All right. All right. That's true. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole point of it. True. <laughs> you know, some more than others, but yeah. Uh, stupid Jeff. Oh, <laughs> you wear women's underwear. What? You gotta, you gotta tell her those are yours. Uh, Why? What are you talking about? Why would I wear women's underwear? I don't know. Then the one episode where he wore the pants out of the store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, because they lost his pants. Yeah. What was he gonna wear? They owed him a pair of pants. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they owed him the pants. <laughs> and then there was a cameo by Christian Slater. Christian Slater. <laughs> Hey, Larry, why, why did you tell uh, Mary that uh, I, I ate all those owls, the, car, uh, the, the caviar? caviar. What, what's, what's wrong with you? You told Ted and Mary I ate all the... Uh. It was true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he likes his caviar, Christian Slater. So what else? Any celebrity deaths? I don't know. You probably don't care about this guy. Ken Ober? No. I don't remember him from MTV. All he did was host remote control, which was nothing. It's garbage. I thought Colin Quinn did. No, he was on it. Oh. And Adam Sandler. But, um, Soupy Sales. Who cares? Ah, he's, he's big. Well, I don't know him. Old, uh, well, yeah, he was before our time, but... He did some children's. He was a comedian. Did children's shows. He's eighty-three years old. Whatever. He died October twenty-second, two thousand nine. Eighty-three years old. Uh, he was the star of the Soupy Sales Show and known for getting hit in the face with pies. <sighs> he died from cancer. What happened to my voice? I can't, I can't talk anymore. Why is, why is my voice like this? My voice is like this. Michael Caine finds this gigantic machine gun and he just shoots them all dead.